0: Hello, and welcome to The Courtney Rose Show. I'm your host, Courtney Rose, where we live to inspire. Today's guest is a boss babe for sure. Founders of Storytellers and co-founder of Nicole James Beauty Products. Please welcome Erica McFarland. Hello. Hi, welcome to our show.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: No problem. It is a pleasure, you guys. I've known Ampia for several years now, and I'm so excited just to do things with her on an entrepreneur level. Um, You're doing amazing things in Louisiana. So I just wanted to say thank you for coming on the show and talking about your many platforms. Um, So let's get started. Which platform do you want to talk about first?
1: okay so um i would say overall the main platform that i have i'm kind of right now i am revamping and recentering everything kind of doing some body work if you may to my life just so it'll be in tune with god's purpose and make sure that i'm not doing a bunch of extra stuff because i am a creative my mind is always coming up with like all these awesome things and i'm also a visionary so i just be getting stuff all the time so i have (laughs) i have tried some stuff and let some stuff go and i have under i've come to the understanding that Especially as a visionary, we will get visions for all kinds of things, okay? And it's okay to write them down and have them, but sometimes they're to pass on to other people or it's to, you know, be that voice when somebody comes and say, I have this idea. And it's like, whoa, I've already thought about that. And he's he, here's some information, you know, from when I, you know, researched or whatever. So with that being said, currently I am focused on mainly three. Um, business ventures or entrepreneurship ventures the first one is myself erica nicole and my whole brand of um, inspiring people and helping people to basically live a whole life by, by you know being healthy minded having a healthy body and having a healthy spirit and so i try i strive to do that through teaching and speaking engagements and things like that and Um, I have some courses and stuff coming up soon. So I'll definitely, you'll hear more about that over the next, you know, by the end of this year. And so before I started, before I went, I kind of did things backwards. Usually people brand themselves and then they go into some other things. Well, for me, I'm working backwards. So the branding myself, is coming now. Um, But what I, my first, well, my first entrepreneurship thing that kind of just blew up for me was storytellers. Yes. And this actually marks five years of storytellers.
0: Wow, five years already. I remember when you first started with your, you know, your nerve. I remember you talking about it when we were in Praise Temple Weston and we were like just do it erica like stop playing games and then you started and it was amazing and you came up with like shirts and your cute little journal and your pens and it was amazing like a movement like you i i love tuning into you know anytime you had your lives and you were talking about things so um yeah talk about it let's talk about it
1: storytellers definitely was a blessing um Storytellers is a not now a nonprofit. We started off as a, um, a business. And last year we transitioned to nonprofit so we can be able to do what we love to do on a greater level, that's our hope, which is to heal, inspire, and encourage other people through, the, through people sharing their life stories of trial and triumph and sharing interesting stories of people's lives. So we meet awesome people all the time and everybody has a story and so we do our best to document those stories the best way that we can um through youtube Um, we have our storytellers 306 youtube channel everything is storytellers 306 throw that out there our email address is that at gmail our website is storytellers306.com our youtube is storytellers 306 you can find us on podbeam which is a podcast platform storytellers 306 it's just across the board
0: um at the end of our show if you do not know anything you know storytellers 306 okay just google it you can find her there you guys it's it's yes
1: it is and i love it we've Um, With COVID going on, we've kind of been stumped in some ways, but we were able to record and put out um, two stories this year um, so far. And um, we've, in the past, we've done people just talking, you know, with themselves and being recorded. And then we have the podcast platform where I interview people. And then with this, let's talk about it—the interview um, segment of it. I go to people's homes or offices, and I sit with them face to face, and we have this awesome dialogue about their amazing life and their story. And um, it's all recorded, and you know, put a, its a show. So that's all on YouTube as well, as well as our website.
0: That's amazing. So speaking of storytellers. What, if you could pick one, and I know that it's probably really hard, if you could pick one story that <laughs> stood out to you the most, um, what would it be?
1: Or who would it be? Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. You know, I used to have a couple favorites. I will say that. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to, but I did used to have a couple favorites, but then that just turned into just a bunch of favorites because these people's stories are amazing. And so rather than like having to choose who's my favorite, I think um, I just have favorite parts about each person's story. Okay,
0: that's that's good. I respect that because some people are like, oh, well, my favorite one is Jessica. And then you see all of the other ones, like I thought I was good too. So I like that you don't <laughs> have a favorite. Um, So my question is going to be reversed, which of your recent um, guests did you have the most connection with?
1: The most connection? Mm -hmm. I would say the latest guest that I had. Um, which is gonna sound weird because the last guest I had was my cousin, so we had a big connection <laughs> okay, <that's laughs> in the sense that we were related. But as far as like stories, um, there's um a, a lady here in town who I love and who has been like a a mentor slash colleague at one point was a supervisor for me to me and all that good stuff. And her name is um, Terry Queen Autry. And um, last year she um last year she she was talking to one of the old grambling um, football coaches and um he basically asked her like you know when are you gonna tell your story and so she you know prayed about it and you know was finally ready to tell her story and she chose to do so with storytellers and that was definitely an honor because she was someone that was there with me when When my mom passed away, I was interning there under her and with that family of people at DART, which is, um, you know, where I met her at. And um, what made it so so connecting was that, one, we did her interview right after the tornadoes hit last year here in Ruston, or in Lincoln Parish. And so, um, we we had the interview scheduled, we didn't cancel it, but because we, you know, it wouldn't conflict, but we both came to the interview knowing that when we left, she would be going to help somebody remove trees out of their yard, and then I would be going to help feed people. So we were both going to serve our community that was hurting. And uh, so our communal, our communal ties made us relatable. Um, she lost her mom, I lost my mom. That was one of the reasons why Storytellers started um so our grief we both kind of are on this grief journey and so it's something about those of us who are on this grief journey that connects us i think a little bit deeper than anything that can be really explained and so the latest storyteller i think i related to the most probably would be her miss terry (laughs)
0: yeah yeah i know that um losing a mom your mom was um I no words, Just I can't even, you know, imagine losing my mother. Like, I know you and your mom are really close. And just watching you go through all that stuff was very rough as a friend. And I'm thankful that you're, you know, you're grieving in a healthy way. And now you're able to talk to other people in their grieving. And you can connect with them and also, you know, heal. Because uh, the one thing that, you know, we, we, I heard you talk about on your show is, grieving has no map
1: yeah
0: um you could grieve something that you or something or someone that you've lost 10 years ago now and it will still hit you like as it hap- as if it happened just now so um you know whenever you do do talk about it it's like wow well, I know that it it brings my string chords back to um, the most impactful grieving that I've been doing which was the grieving of my grandmother. Um, it's been a year and a half and it still feels like yesterday. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm in this weird like limbo like okay she's gonna come back but I know she's not gonna come back because she's in heaven. So it's just like this strange thing and that you know like you said when you're grieving with someone that you love like you connect with somebody you know because your pain and that pain it kind of feels something there like a you know a a nice connection Um, yeah so that's really awesome that you found someone who was grieving in a similar way with losing their loved one especially their mom um and that her story is out there now and hopefully it inspired somebody um i can't And look and watch it, watch it um, to see anyone else that I can pass that along to um, in their time you know especially right now it's just such a crazy time to grieve like you can't even grieve normally yeah pandemic time like so many people have passed away and there's no funeral anymore because you know you can't social gather with you know, all your loved ones. So I think that if you replay her story, then a lot of people would probably relate to it just based on that, you know, fact that, you know, people are going through losing their love every day. And, um, you know, I didn't want to talk about it, but since we are on the topic of grieving, um, George Floyd and his family, like, I just, that loss is a loss that, as a nation, I think we all felt for the first time. And um, what would you, as um, a psychology major and working in that industry, what would you tell um, Floyd, what would you tell his family? What would you What would you say? What would you give advice to, to help him grieve?
1: Well, um, I was a social work major. <laughs> So I'm not a psychologist, but I am a social worker and, you know, all in the helping field. So it's still the same field, you know. Um, But I think what I would say is it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be numb. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be whatever it is that you want to be. Um, oftentimes, we always say, you know, we're we're looking for the words to tell someone who, you know, we know it's grieving. And I I tell people like, there's, unless you're gonna say like, my mom's coming back, there's not much you can tell me. Not in the midst of it. When when the when the wound is fresh, there's definitely not much that can be said, you know. Besides someone knowing and feel that love it's not much to be said except for like, I'm here, you know? Um, and your your emotions are valid.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I know, I would say the same thing. I would just pray that they make it through the day. Like, and if the day seems too long, hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second. That's what someone told me. If you can break down the entire day, by mm-hmm. segments of hours and minutes and seconds, and each second you make it, and each minute you make it, and each hour you make it, then the day doesn't seem too long. And um, I hope that they will have peace. Um, losing a loved one is hard as is, but losing a loved one that was murdered in public for no reason is yeah. devastating. and. It's just rough. It's a rough rough time right now in our community. It's a rough time to be Black. Um, It's always been rough to be Black, but I feel like even now, it's even more rough to be Black. Black man at that, you know? We don't get it as much as African-American women, but as African-American men, oh, my God. Like, I respect Black men in a way that I've probably never respected them even more. and. It's just, we gotta just keep praying. We gotta keep praying for our husbands and our brothers and our uncles and our cousins and our friends and our dads to come back home every single time they walk out the door. And um, that's just rough. Like I don't, something has to change soon. I don't know what has to change. Something has to change majorly because I don't know how many more times like we as a people are numb and we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be numb to death because death is a real thing, but we're all numb to it. Like, okay, a person's not. nothing's gonna happen to that person or whatever, whatever, you know, they're gonna throw a ride, that's gonna be it. But, you know, I just pray that something actually happens. There's a system that's gonna be in place for these things to happen and positive reinforcements happen for those who choose to act in this manner like I just
1: yeah I'm definitely praying for you know his family and you know our society as a whole because where there's you know there's definitely practical measures and things that need to be taken you know to take place but you know spiritually it's like knowing my role and what I will which is prayer that's my posture and then to speak and advocate when necessary um and I I think overall to to the black community, I definitely would say to them like it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to take a day. It's okay to not have, be able to make it into work like it's so it's okay, you know, not to be okay. We're we're convinced that we get we, we can watch one somebody look that looks like us die, on social media and nothing happened about it, time after time after time again. And every day we're just supposed to wake up and keep going like nothing's happening. And that's just not the case. And it's only so much you can do to, to a person, let alone a whole community of people, before there's gonna be some kind of backlash. Like, it's just, it's, I think that's why I feel so, I say quote unquote different this time you know but for some people it, it, i'm sure it probably feels the same heck i'm probably just reaching a point that somebody else has been at for a while right so it's it, just uh, it does
0: but we're gonna switch gears to more positive things because um they don't need any more clout they don't need any more attention and that's not what i want to do i want to talk about positive things that are going to be in the community so let's talk about beauty and fashion and all of that jazz talk to me about your brand what is your brand name why did you pick nicole Jane beauty products
1: okay so like i said i was i'm focused on three brands right now and so eric and nicole um storytellers and then the last one is Nicole James and Nicole James is a joint venture between my boyfriend and I and Nicole James is a brand um it's it was created to be a household brand to blend um us together as we come together as one um and we're both entrepreneurs we wanted something that was going to be a reflection of that and so the first thing that came from Nicole James was um, some beauty products such as a uh, body butter and a lip balm. And so that was really awesome. And we're still kind of working on some stuff with that, still in the beginning stages and still um, working on adding new products such as men's soap and um, men fragrances and things like that. Awesome. Um, and so there's so much more to come. That's just product-wise but we and that's just beauty product wise i should say but there's so many other things that we have planned as far as um what we want to do as a household name and you know the way that we want to move um but the beauty the beauty products were, were the first launch of that
0: yes you guys i did purchase the scrub the balm and it was what, the soap
1: it was um, body scrub that you got. I Me, mean, sugar scrub, body butter, and a lip balm.
0: Yes, I ordered all three because I needed a day of spa and relaxation, and I had to use it. And I'm almost out. To be honest, like I need to get some more, but these coins are a little bit low right now, so I'm going to have to. <laughs> wait. But anyone who wants to try a new brand that is amazing, please come out and support local businesses like I told myself 2020 and I've been doing this for a couple years now um, if I had to choose to go to bed bath and beyond or if I can find an entrepreneur that has the same product I'm gonna go with the entrepreneur only because um, bed bath and beyond whether they have my money or not very successful and I love feeding into people's dreams and anytime I see somebody that has something whether it's you know a beauty brand or a clothing brand or a food brand whatever it is i love to try to help out in any way that i can by purchasing an item or items um to spread awareness and i think that that's one of the missions that i want to do in life and continue to do and eventually i want to help in other ways by donating financial stability or you know financial compensation somehow but um i'm very proud of you for doing that Um, i think especially right now that we're locked up in quarantine um i don't want to say locked up that sounds really global now that we are um in our homes more we definitely need more spa days we definitely need more tlc time so you guys if you have not ordered your nicole james products please order nicole james hit up erica on instagram and facebook and if you have her phone number text her because you guys it's necessary for us to take care of ourselves in this time um my favorite one is the scrub i love the scrub it's nice and <laughs> soft and it gives me that little and
1: little see light? we're not we're not doing the scrub anymore though what? so let we, yeah the scrub was something as an entrepreneur like i said as a creative you know you learn that there's so much that you can do and so then you try all these things but you have to figure out what's deaf what's you though what speaks to you and what you're supposed to be doing because my goal as an entrepreneur is never to just like make money Um, my goal is to be able to cultivate and utilize the gifts that I have the talents and the skill sets that I have and so um and making the products The way that they came out first was mainly because i love lip balm and lip gloss (laughs) and second i um the 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 way that i moisturize myself is usually with the ingredients that i use for the body butter but it's all separate and i wanted something that was gonna feel soft that was gonna you know get the job done be long-lasting and smell good without being so strong or You know, irritant to the skin or anything like that. And so, with the scrub, it is something that I enjoy. And like you said, it's great for TLC. But for me, it was one of those things that did not speak to me as much as the body butter and the lip balm. So, in moving forward, I chose to move forward with those two um, items. Plus, I have an awesome friend who um, does sell um, sugar scrubs and things like that, that I love and enjoy. And when I was first starting, she was who I went to to get some tidbits and stuff. So in the end, I was like, well, I still know the plug. So if oh. I want some or if somebody else wants some, then we can definitely get them some great sugar scrubs.
0: Okay, well, will drop that bomb right now on who the sugar scrub provider is because I have to restock. I know someone right now that does sugar scrubs and she has her own line of products. Her name is Lacey Campbell Artistry. She is my nail tech, but she also does multiple things. She has her own, you know, line of beauty and products with her lotions and her scrubs and her body oils and all of that stuff. So, um... You know who is this new body scrub person, and where can we get her products from? Because I like to
1: be plugged in too. So, <laughs> grab her name? It's actually Taya Daniels. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and her brand is Eminem, and she has been um, she has been doing scrubs for over a year now. So, um, I've been buying from her for over a year and I, when I tell y'all they are amazing, they are amazing. Like, oh, I'm always getting out the shower, like feel my skin. Smell me. You can smell me. And usually like when I use her scrubs, it's very rare. Like I don't have to lather on as much like, um, body butter or anything. Like it's truly moisturizing. It's not just it's not gonna just do something for you mentally, emotionally, but physically with your body as well. It's going to, it's gonna do its job. So I love it. Taya, Taya Daniel, she's out here in, um, in the Louisiana area as well, and um, she's just great, That's and great. her products great.
0: So shout out to Tay and in, in her brand, the MM brand. Uh, you get all of her information after our show and i will provide all of the links to all the products that we talked about later on so stay tuned with that erica we talked about your businesses we talked about storytellers what else is going on in the life of e how is social life well prior to covid19 um but what else is going on in e world? um
1: really and truly um the working, working around the brands and things like that—that's um, been my focus. I just with Eric and Nicole, like I said, I'll have courses and um, things like that. I just finished the, my first workbook for that, so working on getting that, you know, published and ready, ready, and working on the site being polished in the way that I want it, as well as you know me and my boyfriend working together on Nicole James and. Uh, I just can go on on a list of my to-do list (laughs) of stuff to do, but it's all centered around brand building. So, um, which works good with this COVID thing. Outside of, Mm -hmm. you know, building these brands and trying to take over the world, as I tell people. (laughs) Um, Socially, um, I don't have as much socialization as I used to. You know i'm one of those people who love to be in the community and go to different things and um there's like berry picking has opened back up and um there's supposed to be like a picnic in the park tomorrow um or saturday i should say so there's just different stuff going on that's starting back up but in the past i would be quick to jump on these things and be out and about meeting and talking to people but um, because of COVID, you know, those things were kind of at a halt and we weren't doing as much. So i just been hanging out in the house and hanging out with roommates and stuff. Nothing too, too fancy. Um, it seems like me and my boyfriend are our biggest part of our social life. <laughs> yeah, and, the relationships can do that.
0: And um, speaking mm-hmm. of relationships, what is it like? working with your boyfriend like I know that there have been times where um, I've worked with Jordan and you know our relationship actually started off in a business sense I we served in every ministry together at our church so I had learned to work with him what his strengths are what his weaknesses are so what is it like working with your boyfriend and how do you turn off and on girlfriend Erica to business partner because a lot of couples you know they want to work with each other or they have and it failed or whatever but what is it like and what advice could you give if you are in a relationship and you do want to be business partners with your
1: your significant other um well it was what it it's for me it's great i love it you know it's uh, um it's not always easy mainly because i'm a control freak (laughs) (laughs) As most of us are, that's the thing that we have. So Right. Um but it's 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 good. I think I have I've had to learn that in addition to everybody doesn't operate like me, he does not operate like me. And that's why we're put together because the way he does operate, it's something that I need. And the what he does bring to the table, it's what I need. So getting the adjusting of getting used to um what we bring to the table and not trying to manipulate that into something else Uh, you made a good point when you said when working with working with Jordan you know like his strengths and his weaknesses and things like that so the key is I would say when you're working with the when you're working with the significant other but really when you're working with anybody to focus on their strengths and cultivating those and not their weaknesses if I'm not if I'm strong in washing dishes and he's strong in frying fish there's no need for me to force him to learn how to become good in washing dishes right you know what I mean like he can fry the fish and I can wash the dishes or we can find somebody else who will wash the dishes but my 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 point is like people have gifts and talents and they're strong in certain areas for a reason now granted there are other areas that we are not as strong in that we can you know become more strong but i don't think it's healthy all the all the time to focus on just that cult if you're gonna you know point out some weaknesses and stuff definitely be sure to cultivate those strengths and use those strengths
0: yes for sure i definitely agree with that um Well, Erica, we had a wonderful time today. We talked about a little bit of everything. I want to say thank you so much for coming on The Courtney Rose Show as our first guest. Woo! Um, Woo! Thank you so much for everything. And I'm glad that you guys have made it safe during this COVID time. I pray for continuous blessings your way, protection. And is there anything else that you want to shout out and say before
1: we wrap up and go? Um, I would say that the Nicole James brand was named after Daniel and myself. My boyfriend's middle name is James and my middle name is Nicole.
0: Beautiful and in
1: conversation one day that name just came together beautifully and sounded great. It and I love it. Thank you. I just felt like it sounded like mobile worthy. and so, and so <laughs> when I pitched him the idea, he was excited. But yeah, I would just want to say thank you. I I love, you know, conversing with you and I'm glad we did get to talk about a little bit of everything and I'm excited for the Courtney Rose show and I'm grateful that I was able to be a guest.
0: Thank you so much. Well, everybody, that's all the time we have for today. Again, I want to thank Erica McFarland for coming on our show. You guys, I'm super excited for all the things that she has said today. Everything will be loaded on our website soon. All of the links. Shout out to Tay for Eminem. Shout out to Nicole James. Shout out to Storytellers. Shout out to The Courtney Rose Show. I'm Courtney Rose, your host, and we're signing off now.